Good morning and welcome back to another episode of Ultras 11. I'm Jose And I'm Alex. Uh, before we move further, you probably know what I'm going to say because I've been saying it the last, I think, what, 15 episodes or something. We're going to tell you to go subscribe, like our stuff, whatnot, comment on it, do what you have to do. So take a moment, do that. And we're good. <laughs> now that we had that moment, let's get back to what we do best, which is boring you guys about talking about football and stuff like that. Um, last week, some stuff happened that we would have loved to have talked about, but one of us decided to get sick and miss the whole week. <laughs> that was me. That was sick. Uh, anyways, silly stuff, I know. So let's just kind of jump right into it, whatever, like we do best as usual. Um, we have a lot to talk about. Uh, we have a new rule that's going to be coming to the sport called the blue card. Uh, we talked about it previously. We didn't really know much about it, but now it's actually like confirmed. It's in its testing era, whatever, uh, stuff like that. Um, we're going to talk about Champions League and our favorites to take it all. And of course, we're going to speak about the Ninja Turtles final destination which is apparently happening. Locked. Here we go. Confirmed. Dundio, but here we go. It's never actually confirmed. Mbappe is... Well, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about it. Uh, okay. So, getting right into everything. Um, yeah, this blue card thing. Okay. <laughs> so, let's just talk about that first. Uh, so, essentially, now that we know about it, let's tell you what it is. Um, it's a penalty box that these players go in for 10 minutes. So if there's something cynical, if there's some sort of, you know, descent towards referees or anything like that, they get sent to this box for 10 minutes, which is a blue card. Um, The reason for this is simply to kind of stop players from arguing with the referees, tactical fouls, stuff like that. It's supposed to essentially make the players more disciplined Mm -hmm. in a sense. So before we actually dive into everything, if it's a good idea or not a good idea... Let's actually break this thing down. And I question the validity of this statement and if giving people blue cards will actually help with the on the field antics. So I'll start off with that. Do you think it's something that will actually help out or not? I mean, first things first, I think it's hilarious that when they were talking about the law and they were saying, Oh yeah, now like they they announced it that it's coming in and it's gonna be tested and everything, they use like the Chiellini and uh, Saka incident as an example saying oh so if if oh by the way if the blue cards were a thing this would have been given a blue card and he would have been given a 10 minute penalty and the game would have changed yeah well if my nonna had a wheel she'd be a bike but she doesn't so Here we are. it's not uh, that's what it is <laughs> that just goes to show you just ex- like exactly how this coming in can ruin a game mm. because you know what? At the end of the day, it, what, that wasn't a red card. Yeah, okay, a yellow card. But now you're going to be, oh, yeah, if there was a blue card, you know, that would have been given. And then, you know what? Now that that guy being out for 10 minutes of the game completely changes the game. This thing coming in now, it's it's just another rule to ruin something that doesn't have to be touched. Mm. You know, we've always talked about, you know, how, how you can fix VAR and, you know, them just announcing it or giving – uh, coaches, you know, a flag or something to to fight a certain yeah, call. Yeah. I mean, I, don't, I I might just be stupid and, and maybe you too, but those sound like pretty good ideas compared to adding in another card yeah. that literally does nothing. It's just going to make 
you know, things even worse. It's going to make they're they're going to make bad calls that I guarantee because things that you know they're a yellow, you know, a little bit more, but never even close to red. They're going to make you know what? No, nah, that's a blue. Now you're gone for ten minutes, and your team has to figure it out for ten minutes and play a man down. Like it, it just ruins the whole tempo of a game. Never been a thing in soccer, and it's not one of those rules that's like, yeah, okay, you know, you're adding it in, but it's not really affecting the game or changing the game too much. Yeah, it's not one of those. It's you're you're going to see the big, and I guarantee this thing does not last or does not stick with. I'm I'm gonna I kind okay my stance is very weird I'm like a fifty very much fifty fifty with it um I think okay I agree with you because I I don't see a purpose of it I feel like no matter what you're still gonna get those tactical fouls you're still gonna get people wasting time talking back to the referee you're always gonna get that stuff because it's a part of the game and that's Dude, not a part of the game that needed to be changed. a guy like Casimero who complains and just tackles everything is going to be in the, in the, in the box, the whole game. Well, it, they, they <laughs> do pile up blue cards, do pile up to amount to a red. So if you get two of them, it's a red card. If you get a yellow and a blue, it's a red. So like, there's still like, you can't just have the same guy keep on going in the sin bin or mm-hmm. whatever. So like, I guess like whatever, like, I, I don't know. I think it's, it could be a decent thing. It could be. No. If it's used correctly, but that's the thing. That's the million dollar question. It's like Yo. VAR. VAR was supposed to be such a great thing. How long have you been watching like, soccer for? Uh, Twenty seven years. How many have they? How many times have they done things right? Yeah, exactly. So, well, well, what makes thing, you right? think this is gonna? They're gonna use this thing right and correctly and the way it should be, and not but, just but abuse see, it and, and not know what to do. So just give people it because yeah, you know what? It's better than not making the yeah. call. And th- that's the thing, right? Outside looking in, I would look at you and say, you know what? It's not that bad of an idea. Because now, like when you know your goal, uh, your defender is wasting time. He's gonna tie his shoe now, and this and that. Rather than giving that yellow, it's like, okay, you want to be a punk? Here's a blue card. Sit out for ten minutes. Now the team trying to catch up has that advantage. Yeah, something, because, something like that you know, stupid like, doesn't deserve a blue card. Yeah. But the refs will give that just big. Oh, hey, you know what? You're you're tying your shoe. You're time wasting. Oh, here's a blue card. But that's what I mean. Like I, I think that's. I'm hoping the like the blue card isn't abused, no, which I know a hundred percent it will be abused now. Um. I think look, if it's at, used correctly, it's a good idea. Dude, look That's at VAR now, man. Refs don't want to make any calls because they're like, hey, I don't want to mess up, so I'm just going to let VAR yeah, deal with it. No, exactly. anything, anything that's even close to controversial, hey, let VAR deal with it. And then if they call me to go check, I'll go look at the, at the screen. Yeah. No referees just have the balls to make like just make their own calls anymore. I get see, sometimes you get the call from VAR, VAR, but nobody has those balls anymore because of VAR. Yeah, see, and that's what it's become. And that's that's where that line is where I'm on the fence where I say it's a bad idea because I know the abuse of power that these referees will now have. You know, mm-hmm. oh, you're talking back to me? Here's a fucking blue card yeah. and leave me alone. You know, like, and that's where I hate it because it's like, now where does the where do you draw the line of what is a blue card you know like we barely know what a yellow card is nowadays <laughs> we barely know what a red card is you know like we've seen yellow cards be given out when it should be a red card like Saka. that that foul yeah. honestly and truthfully i would ar- honestly argue it could be a red you know yeah. I, I would argue yeah but obviously I mean, being italian win. i don't want it to be a red <laughs> and i agree a yellow card is justifiable but i'm saying like the grand scheme of things like that's that's that fine line still on the blue card is they're just going to add to that, you know, because it's stupid. And you could see, like, it may be working out because then maybe, just maybe, people won't want to waste time or there won't be these stupid fouls or anything like that because then it's like, oh, shit, I'm going to be missing for 10 minutes of the game and that could impact the overall game. Mm-hmm. But, but see, now, you want to you, you stop, you know, time wasting and stuff like that? Why not do something simple? Stop the clock. That they do in a lot of sports, mm-hmm. just not soccer. Stop the clock. Yeah. Why not do that? You can't waste time if you don't stop. The, if you stop the clock, 
if, if the I ball agree. goes out or they're waiting to continue to play because the guy's tying your shoe, hey, clock stop. Hey, no, you're, 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 you're running your own time. See, that's, so. that's something they should be looking into. Not, oh, here's another yellow. Here's a blue card. Here's this, whatever. No, no, just stop the clock. Yeah, no, because then, then they, oh, because games are going to go too long. By adding these stupid things that you're just going to cause arguments and, and things to drag on, you're already making the game last longer. Now you, you're adding in the extra time to be 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. No, no, just yeah. do it like normal, two, three minutes, but you stop the clock every time the ball goes yeah. out or if something happens, any incidents, you stop the clock. Yeah. Simple. So the main concern from us clearly is we're on the same page where the overall tempo of the game will be affected, right? But not, but my thing's not even that, Joe. It's, it's, there's so many other things, other rules, other things that you can add to the game or kind of tweak in the game that's already there. But no, they just like this is where they decided was, yeah, this is a good idea. Yeah. Now I see that that's where like I think like you already saw how VAR kind of ruined the tempo of the game. Yeah, oh, yeah. You know, you can't celebrate a goal for five minutes because you don't know if it actually is mm-hmm. gonna count. And you, you know, like you're just there like, off, uh... like you know, like before it's like you know, you, you're down to nothing, you score a goal, you bring it right back to half, game starts right away. Yeah, you build and off you, that you have that you have that momentum and the tempo still going, you're going now. It's like okay, you score that goal, it's two one, you get back at half, you're waiting. Hold on. Hold on. We're just checking. Hold on. Five minutes go by. Oh, hold on. Let me go check the screen. Okay. Yeah, no, no. It's a goal. Okay. Yeah. We're good. Okay. Now continue. Everybody's all, everybody's all cold. Everybody's yeah, just at sitting at there that waiting. Point. But that's like, what it's, I mean. It's stupid. I think that's one of the biggest things that this blue card being introduced is going to have an effect on the, the overall tempo of the yeah. game. And, and that's the thing. You want to maintain a tempo, stop the clock. The, I, I think that is the, the most simple, clear cut thing you could possibly do to maintain tempo because that's that's the biggest thing right that's what everybody's complaint is that oh there's a lot of time wasting we have to stop that let's give them a blue card let's do this let's no 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 just stop the goddamn clock stop it a substitution's being made oh let me take my shin guards off take my tape off untie my shoes round of applause for those guys in the corner no 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 now the clock stop take mm. your fucking sweet ass time yeah if it doesn't matter game's still going brother mm-hmm. like are you dude you do something like it like you, like in um let's just say like the first whatever first half first 35 minutes it's like regular and then 35 to 45 every time the, the play stops clock stops mm-hmm. like last 10 minutes and you do the same thing for the second half. even something like that if they don't want to add too much time to the game or something like i feel like we're coming up with a lot better ideas than this whole stupid well, blue thing, card dude, thing like even even in the world cup you saw the outrageous minutes of additional time 15 minutes added. yeah and everyone's like, minutes, oh, like what this the is fuck so is stupid happening? this is so stupid you know what? i would prefer that over a blue card because to me it's like okay now you're taking into account that that guy wasted time you're taking into account the celebrations, mm-hmm. substitutions, this and that. Every little thing. You know, so like I kind of could understand that. Is it more demanding on the players' bodies and mm-hmm. stuff like that? Yes, because nobody wants to be playing an extra 40-minute game almost, yeah. you know? So I do understand that. That clearly didn't work, so just stop the clock then. Mm-hmm. Nobody's wasting energy. <laughs> You're not still playing for all the time wasted. It's just a clock stop, boom. You don't even have to have stoppage time. Yeah. Anymore. It's just 45 minutes, 45 minutes. Yeah, I, I, well, I mean, I, actually, yeah, that's true. At that point, you don't have – you have a 90-minute game, no stoppage time, but you stop the clock throughout. Yeah. And how many times do we also see, like, oh, this guy was subbed out? And I remember when I was younger, I learned there was a rule that for every substitution, 30 seconds is automatically added. That's why you would see at the end of the 90 minutes, you would mm-hmm. see you, at a minimum three minutes of added time, unless yeah. obviously a team was getting railed, yeah, like yeah. whatever. You always saw that. But is that now taking into consideration 10 substitutions in total? Because if that's the case, we should always be having a minimum of five minutes. You know what I mean? But again, they didn't compensate for that. 
<laughs> they're worried about the other part of the game where it's like this, like the, the cynical fouls. No. And I'm sorry, these referees have to have more of a spine. Yeah. Like, True. I'm sorry, you ha- you went from having a guy like Colina that would get in your face, yell at you, like all the refs <laughs> of that no era, like, shit. they didn't take shit. You want to push them, they'll push you right back. Huh? They got in your face, they didn't give a fuck. Nowadays, you tell a ref, go fuck yourself, it's game over. No. He, you're fined, you're sued, you're this, you're banned for five games, and they have zero spine. No, hmm. just maybe bring them to a class, let them be a little bit more headstrong, and that's it. And I get it, it's tough. You're refereeing twenty grown ass men, yeah. and plus the coaches, and, plus and, and, that it you know, gets how, tough. A lot of them have the you know big egos, or just you're you're mm-hmm. dealing with superstars. No, it, it's a tough job. No one's saying it's yeah. easy, but men, you know we've they've had it before. They got to get it now, man. They need a fucking spine and a half. Yeah, and that that's the biggest thing. It comes down to that. It comes down to so many other things that this blue car. Like, it's not just us that says it. It's you've seen Ange Postacoglu come out and say it. You've seen Jurgen Klopp come out and say it. You've seen coaches, reputable coaches, come out and say how this doesn't even work. Mm-hmm. FIFA itself has come <laughs> out and said this is insane. But yet we're probably going to see this. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's already in the trial phase. So chances are it's going to get pushed through. You know, you'll probably see it in Saudi yeah, by next season because we're always we're always we're one of the, the first test testers. So reason, but you know, the best yeah. league in the world. But yeah, we're still test up. We'll talk about <laughs> Maybe not today, but we will get around to that. Uh, switching over to uh, the Champions, Champions League football. <laughs> uh, it's not just Champions. No, I'm kidding. We're only going to talk Bro, about Champions League. Let's get up, real. Man. As much Roma's as I want to make this about you, Who cares? Roma. Yeah, we're not going to talk about Roma. We'll talk about it another time. Um, Champions League, talk European competitions, they're all back in full scene. <laughs> Um, rather than reflecting on the results, the draws and stuff like that, we're not going to bore you. We know you don't really give a shit about my in-depth analysis about a double pivot and a four-two-three-one and how it works better <laughs> than a four-three-three. You know, we all get that. Maybe another day I'll talk about that. Um, we're going to actually break down just, we're going to give you three teams that we think could win the Champions League. Um, we're going to break it down for a little uh, for a little bit, talk about why we think that, their strengths, weaknesses, stuff like that, blah, blah, blah. The works, you know what I mean. Uh, so we'll start with you, Al. What are your three teams to watch this Champions League that you think could win it all? And Okay, so, we, I mean, we spoke about this earlier, and I was just saying, and we were, and I was, I was saying how it, it pisses me off so much now because I watch Champions League now. Obviously, you was not in, so it's just, it's it sucks. It's a, it's a little bit easier because I get to enjoy the competition yes. and not have to worry about my team in it. Watch like, it as a new doing, Yeah, exactly. Like, well, but fuck, we got to win today. Mm-hmm. Back, you know, when, when we were dominant, you know, a <laughs> couple years ago, you we, the teams that were – and, like, just how good they – you had peak Madrid, peak Barcelona, peak Bayern Munich. You know, City was still, you know, a tough team. Atletico. You still had Liverpool, Atletico – like Dortmund even too, like tough, tough teams. And dude, I look at it now and like, no, like, yeah. Okay. Madrid, great team city. They won last year, still have a phenomenal team, but I look at these teams and, and nobody, (laughs) even if my team was in, nobody scares me. Like I, I, I like the competition now, man, it's so balanced. I feel that like literally like, remember when we look and you're like, you look at the back and you're like, when that, like, when the hell could like a PSV one or or you know Real Sociedad like this could be that year? 
where like a nobody or like when Porto won, it was like, yeah, but see, how the hell did Porto win a Champions League? Let's now I like now I get back a second. You said it's more well balanced, but not in a good way, right? But not in a good way. No, no, no. Are you saying it's better? No, 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 no. It's it's not like you're in like top competition. Everybody's good, and it's you know anybody. It's literally anybody can win because nobody's like that dominant anymore. Like it's it's like the skill. As, and like not take away from any of these players because like these teams they still have phenomenal players on them. they're still great teams but they're they're not like those dynasties mm-hmm. that you know we once yeah. saw a couple years ago so I mean this year I could see an underdog taking it but as of right now my three that I would say probably are the most favorites to win and I could actually see winning would be Real Madrid obviously still have a phenomenal team. You know, when when we, we seen them at the beginning of the season, just in, in top form, you know, Bellingham just getting there and like just easing right into that team. No problem. Just took over scoring every game. They, they got a deadly team. They have weaknesses. They could be beat, but they're they're a strong team and, and a team I think to look out for. The next one, obviously, is the champions, Manchester City. I mean, they, they won it last year. They finally got over that hump. So they, you know, they kind of know what it takes to get there. Yeah, they got you know, the, the season's long. Finally. Exactly. The season's long, you know. They, they can pick up that form right at the end where, where they need it and, you know, go back to back. But they can also be derailed because, again, they're not as dominant as that Real Madrid or Barcelona was back in the day. They don't have that fear that they'll, they'll put into people. The last team, and I hate to say it, and I mean, I'd probably put them, looking at the competition, probably at the top right now because everyone just underestimates them and they, they're just a fucking, like, from depth and every, like, they're a strong team and they know even on and off the ball, they play deadly and it, it just it pisses me off is inter like i i hate admitting it but it's it's true man like they have a very good team you know after conti inzaghi came over took over this team and you know with the guys they brought in with Mar- king marotta like the guy just fucking Bad. any team he goes to he just he just does amazing work you see this team is 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 they're ready they can win it they got the depth for it. they got everything and Obviously, you know, with with the help of of a little bit of luck on their side, you know, they haven't really dealt with any major injuries to like their major stars. So that also helps in, you know, a long season because anything can happen and you lose a star, it completely changes your, you know, like let's say Martinez or, or Barella goes down for them. That could change the season for them. But as things stand right now, I, I would have to say, you know, Inter is 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 that sleeper that everyone no one knows really thinking about. And then uh, PSG, uh, PSG, fuck them. Uh, Real Madrid and City. Okay. What would you say? For me, um, I think you kind of leaked the. I screwed up. Sorry, that's what I just clicked. I know, I know. Yeah, you, I know. You, you fucked me up. You're looking at the so, things, and I was like, wait a second. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, for me, my three teams, I'm gonna go with. I don't know if City has what it takes. I feel like there's turmoil there. Finally, mm-hmm. I think there's starting to be a little bit of a um, broken relationship between Holland and his his assist partner his mm-hmm. assist king over there i still think obviously city's a, a fantastic team it's going to take a lot to beat them but i don't think city is that team this year i know that's bold i know everyone's going to tell me zero ball knowledge but that's perfectly fine i think my three teams are in no particular order i'm gonna go with real madrid inter and psg now that's why i clicked on psg because i was gonna I mean, allude hey. to it and get to it if any year is PSG's year, <laughs> I think it's this well, year, that, man. That's the it's thing, right? wide like, open. Okay. 
I'm going to do a brief little segment, like a little thing about PSG and why I think that this might be no, their I, year. I actually want to hear this. Because, like, for me, okay, PSG's <laughs> always been that team. Is Like, they, they should be there. They are that team. They're mm-hmm. those guys. You know what I mean? They got Messi. They got Neymar. They had Mbappe all at once, and they couldn't do shit. Then they finally had that dream start against Barcelona's peak MSN, you know, and they were beating them second leg and last minute fucking goal, you know? There was always something. Um, this year though, I don't like there, I feel like there's nothing that could realistically it's Mbappe's last year. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping at least, and he's fucking a man of his word. So let's, let's not quote me there because I actually don't know what that Ninja Turtle and what he does. Um, but let's just say it actually is confirmed hundred percent his mm-hmm. last year. This will be a swan song. Yeah. This is finally his team. Mm-hmm. There's no other superstar in this team. Okay, I mean, like you have the, you have, you have all these guys playing for him right now you know what i mean like it's all everything leads to mbappe mm-hmm. and we saw what a special talent he actually is as much as i hate saying it because i don't like mbappe he has 21 goals in 20 league matches you know obviously you're gonna look at me and say oh it's a farmer league yes i agree but that's still an impressive feat man yeah. you can't say like it's not impressive that this guy is banging in a goal a game essentially and i watched that champions thing on on netflix and like watched that like i, I just watched it the final episode yeah. like in the finals and like it seemed like the performance that he had in the finals, like I, again, but I'm I like mean, you. I man, hate like, to admit it, especially like with him, but like, and, and yeah, I think if there's any year for him to do it, it's it's this year. You know, they have Warren Zaire Emery, young wonder kid, 17 years old. He's turning into a monster. Mm-hmm. And what other coach to get them like a midfield maestro out of him than Luis Enrique? You know what I mean? He's at the helm. I fucking love Luis Enrique. I rate him <laughs> very highly. Probably one of my favorite coaches of all time. And, you know, he has guys like Fabio Ruiz. Okay, yes, he was good on Napoli. But then you saw him fall off, and yeah. nobody even rated him. But now he's performing well. You have Marquinhos, that veteran pe- presence. You have Hakimi. Nuno Mendes is going to be coming back from injury shortly. You have Donnarumma, who is top three goalies in the world. You know, there's they're fully healthy. They have a good rotation going on. They have a comfortable lead against Real Sociedad. And, you know, like, if they get ma- like made uh, matched up with another favorable team, mm-hmm. I could see them making that push because, you know, it's always they're like the next round. It's not this round of 16 that gives them yeah. the trouble. So it's the, next, it's the next round after that, the quarterfinals that it's for some reason, they just can't get over that hump. Mm-hmm. And once they do, I think you'll see like a city esque performance where they just become unstoppable. Yeah. On the flip side though, you do have Inter. I hate to give the credit to Inter <laughs> like you said too, but man, one of the best defenses in Europe, one of the most deadliest strike duos in Europe right now in Turam and Martinez. Their midfield, they don't even have a recognizable defensive mid. <laughs> and yet they still have that defensive solidity and defensive coverage yeah. from their mid. You know, like it's a well-oiled machine. They got depth. Maybe their depth is a bunch of nobodies to the world. Fine. But they in January, they strengthened up on wing back one of their weaker positions. Mm-hmm. They got Tejan Buchanan who I don't think anyone's going to stop him in the last 10 minutes when he does come on the field because of that crazy speed he has. They have two strikers off the bench in Arnautovic and Sanchez. Sanchez, I don't rate, yeah, but, but you know he's going to work he's hard. Available. You know, like he's available. You have your midfield that there's, oh, you don't want to play Mkhitaryan, and you play Fratesi, who, lest we forget, last couple games with Italy, he scored the game winners. You know, those late runs, like, solid fucking player. Bastoni, yeah. one of the best center backs in the world right yeah. now. Like, it's... It's very tough, and everyone's sleeping on Inter. 
everyone sleeps on the Italian teams in general because, oh, they're broke. Yeah. <laughs> you have to make free transfers to build a team. Yeah, I get it. But look what Lazio did to Bayern Munich. And I yeah. hate saying that. You'll never hear me fucking compliment them again. <laughs> but Lazio manhandled Bayern yeah, Munich. But Joel, like, but like, again, you, you know, you look, you look at a midfield of De Bruyne, Bernardo Silva, and who else is, and, and, and Rodri. And then you look at Inters and it's Henrik Mkhitaryan, uh, um, Hakan, and Barella. Okay, other than Barella, be, and he, just because he kind of, the only reason people rate him and know of him is because the Euro Cup and how you know how well he yeah, played yeah, in that. Yeah. Other than that, like those three, you, you showed that to some people compared to like midfield. Like perfect example, United's midfield. Yeah. You compare them to everyone would be like, oh, United. Dude, look at the players like Bruno, Casemiro, whatever. But in reality, Inter midfield, they probably play better than them ten times out of ten. Yeah. But no yeah. one rates him because then they don't have the names. The, the names, they're ugly names. They're, you know, no one cares thing, for them. Right? Yeah, exactly. And, th- and that's what kind of irritates me. Like, everyone's like, oh, how's Italy ranked number one in the world? Um, It's very simple, you know. We Hate to bring up Roma, and I agree, Conference League is a Mickey Mouse trophy. Yeah. But that's still deemed a European trophy. Roma won that. Mm-hmm. Next year, they were in a Europa League final. And on top of that, Fiorentina was in a Conference League final. Inter was in a Champions League final. And we had three Italians and in the semifinals. And we had three Italians in the semis. Two forget in the Europa people, League people semis. To forget that. You know what I mean? Like, we had Juve and Roma in the Europa League last we year. We don't want to talk about that. <laughs> yes, obviously not. But you know what I mean? Like, there's a reason why they're number one. Yeah. They may not have the glitz and the glamour, the money to offer, but it's still a well-oiled team. You know, yeah. they will put up a fight against anybody. No, I agree. You know, like, Bayern Munich had zero shots on target. Zero shots on target. Harry Kane had zero shots on target. The best striker to in the world that England's ever had. Literally couldn't get a shot against Providel and Romagnoli. <laughs> Let that sink in for a second and then talk to me about how Italian teams are trash. Um, yeah, sorry. Just got a little, no, no, I mean, got a little passionate there. It just irritates me. <laughs> you're, not, you're not wrong. <laughs> that's the thing. I just hate that narrative that like, oh, bro, you're not a bottom side Premier League team could dick down an Italian team. No, it's not true, man. Like, I'm sorry. It clearly isn't true. It's not how it works anymore. <laughs> um, but speaking of dicking down, uh, Mbappe <laughs> is leaving PSG <laughs> and Madrid is hoping to lock him down. Finally. <laughs> After Finally. getting dicked down for three After years. Dicked down for three years. We made it work. <laughs> no, I thought I was gonna ignore the high five, <laughs> but yeah, Mbappe was supposed to go there in 2017 from Monaco for like 140 million. He's like, no, no, I'm not ready. Soon, soon. We'll stay in France. Yeah, <laughs> last year he was supposed to go until they offered him the whole like club. Two years ago, man, he was supposed to go originally. No, but last year too. I know, but two years ago, that's when it started. It started again, and then last year was yeah. the whole like okay, so four times then. Okay, last year they offered him, Real Madrid gave him the keys, and then he's like, no, no, but I have the keys and the castle now, so I don't know. <laughs> give me the castle. Give me the castle. how much free money they're going to have after offloading him. Dude, that's why they're like, he's he's leaving. They're like, all right, we're going to activate the Oshiman's uh, release clause and Liao. They're like, wait, not one? No, 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 no. We're going to do both. Please, thank you. Dude, I maybe one more. They're literally saving $300 million. Yeah. Like, that's why they're going to go and spend it crazy this so summer. So this is going to be a huge offseason if obviously if this is a big if and this is why i'm saying if because i don't trust mbappe that's yeah, my me thing. too i, I think seen, like, like pulling some like 
all of a sudden he signs for Barca or something. And Barca you know has I mean? money like, for him exactly. all of a sudden. Somehow they o- open up another financial lever. And they sold the third, <laughs> they start selling some more grass. <laughs> they sold a piece of grass to uh, some other, like a drug company. Pfizer buys them now. I don't know. Um, but yeah, Al, let's talk about this move if he does go over let's speak in a hypothetical world that yeah, is yeah. all done we obviously, yeah we've seen this we've seen this in the past and we've yeah, seen so how it turned talk out about so the validity we're gonna talk nothing. about if he's there and we've talked in the past that like oh yeah dude, done deal he's pretty much signed fab, yeah. fab even said so and then all of a sudden yeah we try to learn so from our mistakes here, if so. he ends up going there i think it was i mean it was it was a move that was it was always going to happen mm-hmm. he was he was always going to go there like we just talked about before in the in like the watching that final He's a special player. You know, he's one of those players that you knew was going to end up on a Real Madrid one day because he just has that natural gift of, of just, just changing just Exactly. And just being that difference maker. So, you know, it's not a shock to me that he he's going there. If it does happen, you know, I, I just want, like, finally the, the saga will be over. Yes. But I, like... A part of me is just... I'm seeing that whole, you know, when, when, did, when did Madrid go out and buy Ronaldo and Beckham for the Galacticos again. When was that? In the 2000s? That? I like it. And I'm thinking it's the same thing, man. 16-year-old Messi? I, I'm thinking it's the same thing. Like, I, maybe not with, with Barca because everyone I see on on, um, on TikTok, everyone's hyping up that young kid from Barca and they're like Lamar, comparing all the whatever. years. And they go, this guy's the next Ronaldinho and Messi. Dude, basically, he's going to beat all of Real Madrid. Okay, he is a relax. good player, He looks wrong. good. He looks... Relax. Let him get there and let him, you know, let him cook. Let him see what he can do. He could become another Isak Cuenca. Exactly. That no one knows about. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, like, a part of me, it's, it's, I'm kind of getting those kind of vibes. And I'm going to, and I think that, you know, that you, you might see in a, you know, a, a couple year go by where they start kind of getting rid of some of their bigger stars and kind of make this more Mbappe's team and have mm-hmm. kind of, great players but kind of role players like you know like like with like ronaldo had on on that team like ronaldo like that team was pretty much built for him mm-hmm. but they were still like everyone on that team was a star they were pretty much all captains for their national teams like mm-hmm. he had a phenomenal team around him mm-hmm. yeah i just think that this team here there's too many too many egos and i i, I just i i can't i don't see them clicking i really i generally don't yeah i see i Everyone's saying it's going to be sick because you're going to see a front three. At of, the beginning, oh, you're, dude, it's going to be yeah, hype. Well, it's going to be sick. like Messi, Neymar, and Mbappe. But yeah. what did they really do? Yeah. You know, and I, I think it's, I, I'm honestly, dude, I'm going to agree with you. I, I, I honestly don't see Madrid and Mbappe aren't a recipe I see being successful, mm-hmm. to be honest. I honestly thought I would see Mbappe on Barcelona fitting into that system more because yeah. of his technical qualities and his overall ability, whatever. And then I see Holland going over to Madrid. Yeah. You know, that big name, number nine, especially mm-hmm. like whatever they've always had better number nines than Barcelona. Barcelona has always had those creative players, you mm-hmm. know? Um, so I thought for sure Barcelona and Mbappe were a better recipe, but seeing him there, I just, I don't understand how it would all fit. And everyone's saying you're going to put, Mbappe in the middle of Rodrigo and Vinicius with Jude Bellingham behind them. Mm-hmm. And then Valverde, Chuameni, or kind of Mavinga, whatever it is. But at the same time, like, I just, I question how it's all going to piece together and actually be successful. So, some, somebody's getting sacrificed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah Whether it's time. Rodrigo or Vinny, and I think it's going to be Rodrigo. Just when he earned his mm-hmm. stripes as a starter. I think, I, be, see I think it'll be Vinny. You think so? I think it'll be Vinny. Yeah. 
because he man he, he's he's got that little like he's got that touch of of stardom already now you know he's 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 come up in those big moments he's been that big player you know Mbappe comes in he, he's not gonna be that main guy like he was like Mbappe yeah. like dude he's a fucking phenomenal player so as much as I hate to admit it like he's phenomenal and I, he's gonna steal the show and I feel like that's gonna cause tension or whatever it is between him and Vinny and Vinny's gonna it's, it's gonna make that Neymar man like, like that's how like the Brazilians like they want to be. You know the star on the team. They want to be that number one, and that starts getting taken away from him. I feel like over time it's going to get to him, and you're going to see yeah. him him being the one, like you know, pushing to leave. Well, or, yeah, going I, somewhere I else. could see that. I already you already see the arrogance of Vinny now. That's what I mean. You know, Just because like, he was, dude, he was shit ridden off. You, the guy was quiet. You never heard of him. Then he had like the, the last like two seasons that he was just he went, he went off, and and now he this guy thinks he's king shit. Like, Relax. Dude. I still think Vinny's actually overrated. Personally speaking, I think he has one trick up his sleeve, and that's it. And it's it's his crazy speed. Mm. That's all I think he offers you, and that's really it. But no, I still I still see, especially if Ancelotti's the coach. <clears throat> I think he knows how to manage egos very mm. very well. And if there's any coach to manage an ego, it would be him or a guy like Mourinho, yeah. um, or even like Pep, obviously. But <laughs> Pep will never coach Real Madrid, so it's not even an yeah, option. Yeah, that's not an option. Um. I do see – I still think it's going to be Rodrigo that gets sacrificed just because he's the more humble person out of the three. You know, I could see them maintaining this narrow 4-1-2-1-2 with Jude behind the two strikers just because you're getting the best out of Jude. Yeah, It's a recipe that's working. Mm-hmm. Your other midfielders are doing it. well and stuff like that. Now it's either Vinny or Rodrigo that gets sacrificed. Mm-hmm. Why would you change a whole formation again, yeah. new tactic and all, just to accommodate all three of them, you know? Yeah. Well, sorry, all four. Um, I do think it's a crazy bit of business. It, it is. But, like, I mean, like, we all – Real Madrid is literally built for the next 10 years. Yeah, dude. They're, they're Easily. To not, not all those guys are going to be there in the next, I would say, three years. You're going to see, you know, them. Gonna, they're going to have to start – now that they, they finally got their Mbappe, now they're you're, you're, they're going to sell off a couple of these but guys. Do they like, have too to many even? Valverde men. That's what you have to think about. They're they in to. such – I don't know, man. For sure they have. I, don't, I, I honestly could look at you and say I don't think they have to. Because I think the amount of revenue they'll bring in, the amount of Champions League and like maybe silverware even they'll bring in in the next three years, will so be much. way more than enough. I don't think it will. You know, and like, well, that's the thing. It I feel like this Mbappe deal is is very make or break. Yeah. You know, if it works and they start getting that silverware, he gets the Champions League, they're winning titles and mm. stuff like that. Yes, it made they made it. They don't have to sell anybody off. But if they even go one year without any sort of silverware. Mm-hmm. I think that's yeah, when you see Joe, but, like a but true see, But Madrid have always done that, man. They buy a bunch of like players. Look at like prime example, like when they when they brought in like Ronaldo Kaká, that started a whole thing. <clears throat> then after that, they got they brought in Benzema, Di Maria, Ozil, all these guys. You know, they played together. What was it? One or two seasons? They won a Champions League, and then they that season there, they sold Di Maria, they sold Ozil, they got rid of. Uh, Someone else in the midfield. I'm not gonna try to think of it now, but they got rid of some some key guys, and they made it work and, and brought in some other young talent. And that, that that's what they do. That, that's just like once they yeah, like, like I cycle, can see yeah. like a guy like like this thing like Vinny or like Valverde. Them looking, they can cash in big, sell that guy, bring in somebody else that's young, and you keep in your two men, your Kamavinga, and your kind of your your core. Well, see, that's the thing, right? Like you saw them do it, but then you could also argue on the flip side. Look at that dynasty they had in the midfield. Casemiro, Cruz, and uh, thing Modric. Yeah, yeah, but Casemiro Ma- left. Remember last year, last year in the summertime, they were even saying that if if Madrid ended up bringing Mbappe with his wage and everything, they would have to sell one of Chuameni, Valverde, or who else who was the last one? Was it Kamavinga? Probably. Kamavinga. I think it was Kamavinga. One of those three there. Which, I mean, yeah, that that makes sense. I could see that. 
but that's but that's the thing. I mean, it's, it's expensive to take on. Well, I, no, hundred percent. It's not just <laughs> not take well, another uh, any other player. I was reading. Apparently, he's taking a a pay cut. Yeah, from Thank what he the hundred mil that he's making. Yeah, an hour. but his pay cut is literally he's still going to be getting forty mil, and it's an hundred twenty mil signing bonus. Okay, so there you go. Hundred and twenty fucking mil for a free agent for signing a paper. Literally, a free agent is getting a signing bonus of 120 mil because you can do that. Like it's it's absurd. You're not paying it's, any it's money for fucking him. Fucking crazy. You're but, not paying any money for him, so it's better. It's beneficial for him. Yeah, but but that's the thing because he would cost triple that. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. You guys like him and Holland don't really have a price tag. I think it's just, it's just made up with whatever. Yeah, like you have <clears> to whatever throw the, the team whole wants. club at them. Yeah. That's, that's it. But I don't know. I could see them. I could see them maybe holding on to them for a year. And I would say Rodrigo is the sacrifice still. Just because, again, I don't know if Rodrigo fits the Galactico mentality. Because he seems, out of all of them, the most mm. humble. You yeah. know what I mean? So I would see him being offloaded to make space for, like, whatever, yeah. bringing some youngsters. You'll probably see a crazy deal for Brahim. You know, another mm. loan somewhere else. And then he gets sold for 50 mil after that yeah. year. You know, something like that. Like an Odegaard-esque deal. Uh, you could see something like Ozil, too. Like that deal going through, not well, not buying O's. Yeah, like no, a player no. of yeah, O's caliber that's caliber. underrated, whatever. <clears throat> They'll definitely need, I think, the biggest problem going forward with Real Madrid actually isn't their attack. Even if they didn't get Mbappe, mm. I think their biggest problem area is their defense. Yeah, big time. Considering now, like, look, they're in all injured <laughs> and you have zero depth. And let's just say, even if when everybody's fit, you have an old alibi. Also, keeping like they're all, they, they, they were also pretty much like they're working on and it's Madrid, so they're probably going to get it done. Alfonso Davies. So, like, that's her, that that covers her left back problem. <laughs> yes, but see, that's the thing. I didn't even know they had a left back problem. They well, got that guy, Fran Garcia, to be yeah. a backup to Furlan. To Mendy, yeah. And Mendy's a good player. And, but, like, am I, I know, missing but I, 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 I just don't think that, like, they rate him that high. Like, think he's yeah, like no, Madrid I, that, material. Yeah, but at the same time, it's like, that's is <laughs> what kind of problem is that? You know what I mean? Like, a good player, it's like, oh, yeah, he's not that good. Let's get the best left back in the world instead. Like, what? Yeah. What about your center back? So you have Nacho Fernandez playing alongside Juameni <laughs> in a Champions League That was also like dead. You got hurt. Being yes, in the but I'm saying though, like their center back parents. Yeah, yeah no, they, they, yeah, respectfully they, they love proper. Rudiger. Yeah. I think Rudiger's a god. If fucking, but, my that's player, the next. Yeah. You're gonna see them now. They're gonna look. Okay, who can we sell? They make some money, and then they're gonna go look at, to invest in their defense. Man, it's Madrid. They're, they're a business. They they run very smart. We see that. We see them. Look at their cycles, man. I don't think they've ever had a bad cycle. It's true, actually. I'd say argue that their banter era was never in our generation. <laughs> I was trying to think. The most banter era that we've probably seen was like when they had R9, Beckham, yeah. all those guys, and Be- didn't win anything. Because they had Lasana Diara as a CDF. <laughs> that was their banter. <laughs> that was it. And then they got that guy Royce and Drenth or whatever his name is. <laughs> who played in Stoke, poor thing, I think. Some shit team like that. Poor thing. But Yeah. That's I think we're we're gonna we're having things off. We have a shorter episode. We are going away this weekend. We're not gonna uh, we're gonna take a little break. Give you guys a break from the teams. I know you've probably sad about that and all. I know. I know you guys love them. But next week, I think I already got something cooking that I think it's just fits right in time. Maybe Roma. Who knows? Not with (laughs) not like that. I mean players, but okay. Either one, whatever, man. We also want we also want a trophy more recent than you guys. And we'll do a team of players that have only won one Scudetto. Totti will be in 
I don't get it. I, don't, I didn't even say half of a word. Joe, you know I love you. But whatever, guys, Brent, on that note. Everything's off a little bit earlier today. It's going to be a shorter episode because uh, we're heading up to the cottage for my bachelor party this weekend. So that's my birthday tomorrow. No big I'll deal, selfish. guys. Relax. It's all about him no this big weekend. deal. Yeah, so what, dude? My birthday my birthday month. I got a high five for my birthday. <laughs> well, and uh, hurry the fuck up, Joe. Oh, we got a cottage that we're probably going to be really intoxicated at, so. Yeah, I'm going to be cooking the whole time. Maybe, wait, Probably maybe. naked. <laughs> Joe might get drunk and just start throwing up some videos on uh, on Ultra's TikTok, so keep <laughs> yeah, an eye out for you, that. If you hear me <laughs> slurring my words and whatever, just know I'm not drunk, Mom <laughs> and Dad. He's, he's definitely drunk. He's drunk. Guys, if you haven't already and if you ignored Joe at the beginning of the episode, don't forget to follow us on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram at AltraXI. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel. And I think on that note, guys... We'll see you next week. We'll hear you next week. Joe, stop oh, dancing, doing, no, stop dancing the, over I'm there. I'm a sign language person at concerts. <laughs> even though. Just, you're dancing beside me? What does this no, guy do? Oh, he's doing sign language. Oh, yeah, yeah. okay, okay. I was explaining for those of you that can't hear me through your headphones. Wait. <laughs> sign language. And they wouldn't be listening. Anything. Whatever, man. Anyways. Anyways, guys, thank you guys for listening. We'll hear you next week. We'll see you next week. Ciao. See you later.